Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis, coming to you live from Los Angeles. Today is Tuesday, August 17th, 2010. Now, usually our shows are Monday nights, but all of these ladies are so busy, I was more than willing to be flexible to make it work. So welcome to our Tuesday special edition of Plus Model Radio featuring top models from Wilhelmina Curve. On tonight's show, the guests include Julie Henderson, Lizzie Miller, and Joanne Borgella. So I'm super excited about tonight's show. And a shout-out to Whitney Thompson, who is not on tonight's episode, but who is my celebrity host for this year's Love Your Body Day, which is October 22nd through the 24th in West Hollywood. For more information, visit www.loveyourbodyday.com. And also, Plus Model Radio is an official sponsor of the Fuller Woman Expo. Make sure you check out their website at thefullerwomanexpo.com and Project Curve Appeal. And make sure you check them out at projectcurveappeal.com. Now, first up on the show is Julie Henderson. Julie Henderson is signed with Wilhelmina, New York, and Model Management UK in London as a plus-size model. She has worked with many top-name companies such as L'Oreal, Target, H&M, Avenue, Evans, and Macy's. She has earned a degree in marketing and been a basketball star at Notre Dame. Her latest project that she is amped up about is Curves for Change. Henderson and Kate Dillon, along with the ladies on the Wilhelmina W. Curve Board, are teaming up for a great cause, and we're going to learn all about it today. Let's welcome Julie to the show. How are you, Julie? Hi, how are you? I'm good. So I'm so excited to have you on the show and learn about this new project that you've created. But first, I want to learn about you and your career before we get into Curves for Change. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. No problem. It's my honor. So (laughs) before becoming a model, you grew up as an athlete. So did that help to – how did that help to shape your body image? Did it have a a positive or a negative impact on you? Well, I would say a positive impact because growing up on the basketball court, the -hmm. bigger and stronger you were, um, the better basketball player you were. So the skinny girls got pushed around. I never wanted to be a skinny girl. And a good thing about being an athlete, too, is I never worried about being pretty. I just worried about being an athlete and being the best ball player I could possibly be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe my dad raised me was to be strong, to be in shape, to love your body. 
um, because the better my body was, the better ball player I was. And I was really obsessed with being a good ball player. <laughs> okay. So that yes. was really, it helped me love my strive, big, strong legs and thighs and, you know, the box right. people out. <laughs> so I've always loved my... Go ahead. You went to college and you played yes. um, basketball in college. Um, yes. You were a star basketball player. And then, uh, besides being an athlete, you joined the Air Force ROTC. Now, how was that? Well, <laughs> actually, my dream when I was a kid was to be an Olympic basketball star and a fighter pilot. So at no Dame, at the same time? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know. When you're a kid, you just dream. And look what I'm doing now. You know, I had no idea. Right. But, um, right. Hello? Oh, I think we lost Julie. Julie, if you're there, call back. We lost the connection. So, anyway, we're going to try and get Julie back on the line as soon as we can. We lost the connection. And also coming up on the show is Lizzie Miller and Joanne Borgella. So let me send a text to Julie. If anybody out there has a contact with Julie, tell her to hurry and call back. We lost her. We lost her. And again, while we're waiting, um, oh, here she is. <laughs> Julie, Hello? we lost you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My cell phone dropped. I'm sorry. Okay, so you were talking about um, basketball, playing basketball yeah. and being in the RTC. So how does that uh transition into being a model because it looked like makeup and high heels high heels wouldn't really be your thing girl i have no idea one thing i know about life is that i'm a big dreamer but i never plan because look at i mean i was the biggest tomboy and i still am i just happen to be blessed to be able to be a model but i still wake up every day can't believe that my job is smiling in front of a camera because I'm really a big tomboy who loves, you know, my hair in a ponytail, wearing jeans and a T-shirt. And I play right. dress up like, every day. Did you, did you even know how to apply makeup and do your hair? No. And... No. I had best friends for that. That's, that's why you have girlfriends. Teach you how to comb your hair. I hadn't gotten a relaxer. You know, I had this hair in a ponytail, never even been combed. And when I had to be a model, girl, I had to get a perm. I had to get relax. <laughs> I had to, like, figure out how to comb my hair. So the beautiful thing about modeling is it's taught me how to be a girl in a in a weird way. Um, because I'm always such a boy. And the core, I was so, like, you know, I was a big brute. A big, you know, I loved Isaiah Thomas, Bill Beer. But modeling made me bring out the girl side. And the older I get, the more I realize I have these, you know, I have a tomboy, but I also have this strong feminine side that can really embrace both areas of Julie. And that's, I think, the beautiful thing about getting older is that you find all these aspects of yourself you didn't know you had. And modeling really helps me discover, you know, I love my curves. and I can love it in the junta way, you know, in front of the camera, or I can love it on the, you know, on the basketball court. And so how did the career even start? Like, who told you to go to the modeling agency? <laughs> well, my best friend, um, Kristen Howlett, she actually grew up in New York, and she was a model since she was a teenager. And when I was graduating from Notre Dame, I had no idea what to do with my life. I was like, what am I going to do? I'm graduating. And she's like, just try being a model, blah, blah, blah. So she forced me into an agency in Chicago, um, at Ford Chicago, and actually I, um, I took a marketing job because I was playing in the I was trying to play WNBA basketball. I was all over the place at the college, and I took a marketing job. I girl, I quit it in three days. I could really? not do it. I had I wear a suit. I was like, oh my god, suit and heels, and I was so miserable. And my uncle told me, 
Julie, a job should do two things for you. It either mm-hmm. gets you where you want to go, mm-hmm. or you wake up in the morning and you just love doing it. Mm-hmm. And that job did neither for me. So I'm like, let me just try modeling. And I walked in, jeans and a T-shirt, just a picture of me and myself and a friend smiling. And they said, okay, we got a contract. And then it ended up I moved to New York. Um, and then I just, I had no money. I moved to New York with $200 in my pocket, nowhere to live. I just had this wow. gut feeling I had to be there. Wow. And so you all really, this stuff unfolded. Yeah. So you just really no jumped out on faith. Oh, yes, I did. I, well, I, had this, I had this inner voice that told me I couldn't be. I was actually in Chicago for a while. It told me I had to be in New York. So literally I packed up my car. I drove and parked my car in D.C., took the Greyhound. I had 40 bucks. <laughs> took the, borrowed 40 bucks from my friend, took the Greyhound to New York, ran into one of my best friends from college in the street in New York. And she's like, stay with me for two months. And that's how I did it. Like I said, universe, a God, whatever you want to call it, help me out. I know I need to be here. Show me the way. I literally just started down to, there. Before you decided to move, had you uh, been seen by anybody that told you you had the look, or were you really, really just going out on faith totally and hadn't even seen an agency? No, I, I was signed with Ford Chicago. Oh, so, okay, okay, okay. But, um... I moved to New York really, like I said, we can't guarantee you work. If you come, right. it helps you, but you can't guarantee it. So if you can, come here. Okay. And I'm like, I have $200 in my account. You know, I'm like, how can I move to New York with no money? But I knew I had yeah. to come. I just knew it. So I said, okay, God help me. Universe, you know, I know this. I'm going to follow my gut. I just went. Literally, I was walking in the street, ran to an old friend saying, oh, you can stay with me. So and that's what I did. Once you got signed, how long did it take to get your big break? Well, it took me, honestly, about two and a half years for me to really start working. And I'm so thankful it took me that long um, because it keeps me in a certain place now. I was a waitress. I was a bouncer at a club. I did all kind of odd jobs just to make it when I first got to New York. I was lost prevention at Banana Republic. I was chasing down criminals on the streets. Um, I did wow. all kinds of odd jobs just to make it because I didn't work at first as a model. I came it was very difficult, and I, I was actually such a town boy. I took ballet classes, I took dance classes to help move my body in a soft, feminine way. Um, it took me a long time to adjust. So now, and are you a full time model? Yes, I've been a full time model. I would say for the past five or six years. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm thankful, but it keeps me, I know both both ways. I know when it comes to not working at all, and I know when it comes to working all the time. So it's good to see both, at least for me, my journey was to see both ends of the spectrum in that way. So I'm very now, thankful for that. You're also an actress. Tell us some of the acting jobs you've been able to work on. Well, I, I, uh, last summer, actually, I was on Off-Broadway. It's um, actually an improv vaudeville show. Mm-hmm. Called sex, love. Uh, what is it called? Sex, relationships, and sometimes love. Mm-hmm. And every night for two months, I did um, improv, fifteen minutes a night with the audience. Which improv is? I've seen you just improv. It's very difficult mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. <laughs> do every night. And it was like a vaudeville monologue show, and that was amazing. But it was tough though because I missed all the rehearsals because I was working. So literally, I go to work, I fly in, go to, go to the show catch a flight like I didn't stop so it was wow. very difficult but it was amazing so and you're then hustling some... oh girl yeah you got to in New York you have no choice but to hustle right, <laughs> you right. have no choice yeah now tell us about Curves for Change what's your vision behind it 
and how did uh how did you get it started? Well, that's actually my baby now. It's like my newfound my this year pro- 2010 project. But actually, um Kate Dillon and I were very close friends and I don't know if you ever talked to Kate, but she's like a very eco-conscious model. And everybody that she wears, she knows how the workers are treated. She knows how much they're being paid. And she refuses to work for anybody that doesn't treat the workers well who makes the clothes. Wow. And, yeah, and I was talking to her about, just imagine if all the women in the world got their minds right. You know, we all came together. It would be a different world. Mm -hmm. We're like, let's try to get 40 girls together, 40 girls with the same mentality. And we all, every woman has something they can help the world with, whether it's like helping somebody at school or PTA. And our world was the plus size world. So like, imagine if the whole plus of the world came together and right. actually made an impact on the world. How cool would that be? And then we would talk to the other girls on the W curve board, and everybody was so excited about it. And it's been kind of like a, a year-long project, honestly. And really the whole point is just trying to unify women in the world and show how us coming together can help make a change around the world. And who knows what else, you know, it's a small start. Who knows what else could happen? So what types of things are you guys doing in the community? Well, actually, first of all, we had our first meeting in February. Okay. And we voted on two charities. The first one is the Khmer Project, and that's actually for girls in Rwanda. Okay. And so many little girls don't go to school because they don't have feminine products. And during the time of months, they're forced to stay in huts. And in seclusion during that time. And they're running water. So it costs $500 to sponsor one little girl to go to school. And also the girls there aren't allowed to run or do any, you know, athletic stuff because they're not, they're not really, no support for them. So we're going to give them, we're going to work, working on now getting them running shoes, you know, just like just getting them started so you have a chance at life. And then our second charity is called Hardy Girls Healthy Women. Mm-hmm. And that's actually based here in the States. And that actually provides workshops for little girls and shows them, like, you know, what you see in the media is this, but this is reality. It's airbrushed and all the illusions of media and how really it's all BS in so many ways. But they give these girls positive workshops and, like, Sage, you know, Sage is a big voice for that. She's amazing. Right. And just showing and me, like, you a beautiful woman. for this show. Yes. And you can be a beautiful woman but not be a size zero. Right. And so we really want to support these girls. Um, we're just actually just, you know, those are the two major charities we're raising money for. But we're going to start, um, like, this is the Girl Scouts. The Girl Scouts are so in love with the Curse for Change. So they're going to help come on board and actually we're going to try and keep the little girls, no matter how old or young you are, if you come together. The right. power and the video in. for the Girl Scouts. It yeah. was really great. Yeah, and now they're like, they fell in love with the whole Curse for Change. And they're like, we can show our little girls, if they come together and unified, they can help all little girls across the world. Just imagine the energy that's being, you know, pushed throughout the world, the unity that we're all, we're all, we're all connected. That we're all, we're all in one world. So, so we're trying so to get the whole movement. To, do you have to be a Wilhelmina model to um, get active with Curse or Change? No, what can we do not. to help? Well, right now I need your prayers and support because <laughs> we're getting okay. all the legal done. Because doing a nonprofit is a lot of work. Um, and so we're getting all that legal stuff. The website's up, up and ready to go. It's just a matter of getting our legal team to approve it, you know, from the IRS. So I now I see everyone's, like, consciousness and prayers that everything gets done you know, smoothly and fast so we can get things going. Um, and then we're going to have a run walk. It's, I think it's going to be November. We're getting that stuff done with the state as well. It looks like probably November 20th, but don't quote me on that yet. It's going to okay. be in New York. We're going to have, like, a 5K run walk. 
but I would love it, love it, if we got the whole Plus House community to come out there and run walk with us and raise money for these little girls. Now, is That's, everything going to be in New York, or are you going to do things in other um, cities as well? Well, I think for right now, just because we're so new, and one thing I'm learning doing this whole thing is starting small and then expanding. So what I could use from you, too, is any ideas you have. Because right now this is like the seed level, and this is like okay. the foundation of the building. And so okay. we're going to have – we're actually going to have a, a big uh, silent auction party in New York as well in the fall. It's all getting taken care of. But as soon as we get those things done in the first, the first floor done of our house, so to speak, then we can, like, add on. So any ideas you guys have? You want us to travel and, you know, help other girls? Please. I mean, yeah, we want to be a platform for all women to come together okay. and to help change the world. So anything you have, we'd be so happy to hear. So how would you, how would our listeners contact you with ideas? What's the best way to do that? Well, our Curse to Change website is coming up. It should be up in the next month. We're going to have a whole blog. We have actually a Bloggers for Change site on there you'll see and you can actually write with the Wilhelmina girls themselves and ask them questions um, and it's actually a direct link to us this is that website so as soon as the website gets up that's why I'm like read your prayers get everything up and running <laughs> like please ooh. you know get everything up and running so everyone can connect with us that's the whole point like once we get everything it'll be a direct link to us and Lizzie I know Miller you also blog have on there. Um, you also have Facebook and Twitter too mm-hmm. um, Maggie Brown's in charge of Facebook um, and Joanne is actually in charge of MySpace. And then okay. Lizzie Miller is having a blog called Model Behavior. Okay. So she's actually going to blog about, you know, plus-size women in the world that are making a difference. I'm sure she'll probably blog about you soon. <laughs> We're just right. trying to show, like, what women can do to make a difference and how we come together. So you'll see all kinds of cool blogs and postings on the website. And then reader, I mean, listeners and everybody can have a chance to actually write to us directly, and we'll write back to you. Direct link. Well, I'm excited um, about Curse for Change, and definitely anything I can do to help promote, um, I will. I'm in Los Angeles, though, so okay. you're going to have to come yeah. to L.A. one day. Okay. Do you <laughs> want to come to New York in November? You think you'll be able to make it? We'd I'll, love to have we'll you. We'll talk offline. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, do you yourself have anything coming up, any new campaigns or projects coming up? Oh. I'm so day to day. I'm so today. I shop for Avenue again. They're one of my favorite clients. All right. I love. Do you ever shop at Avenue? Mm-hmm. They have amazing jeans. They have a new, actually a new line of jeans coming out, which are really quite nice. I'm always yeah, happy. I, I see everywhere yeah. that has my size. I shop yeah. there. <laughs> well, Avenue is one of my favorite stores in the world. Plus size. I love their jeans. Probably all the clients I have, their jeans are some of the best jeans I've worn. I actually steal them. I actually let them have them off set. All so, right. Yeah. And, and do I'll you be, have an um, official website for yourself? No, I don't. No. I just so how to, can we keep up with you and your latest stuff? Are you on social networking? I'm on Facebook. That's one thing I need to work on. My, I'm honestly not to lie to you guys. I'm really bad at Facebook. I have to work on that, that kind of stuff. I'm really bad. <laughs> but I can't lie to you. The whole Facebook, I'm like, okay, all these updates and blah. I'm, I'm still catching up. <laughs> I can't lie to you there. So we'll just look for you in the store windows. Yeah, well, yes, I, I'm going to try to do better, too, on the Curse of Change website. That's when I have Lizzie. It's going to actually feature people and keep up to date with where everyone's doing. Okay. Lizzie Miller's going to be in charge of all the models. Like, Julie's doing this, and Sage is doing this, and Bernadette's doing, you know, she's going to pretty much 
keep a connection with everybody. And I, I'll get better on Facebook. I'll, I'll make a promise to get better on that. Well, all right. Well, thank you for being on the show, and it was an honor talking to you. And definitely keep me up with the latest so I can let everybody know what's up with you and Curves for Change. Oh, thank you so much for having me. We really appreciate it. No problem, and enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Now, speaking of Lizzie Miller, she just happens to be the next the next guest on the show this evening. Known internationally as the girl on page 194, Lizzie Miller created a buzz with one 3x3 three three photograph originally in Glamour magazine that ended up on the front page of newspapers around the world. What made the photo unique was that this gorgeous 5'10 blonde model was not retouched. Lizzie sits proudly in nothing but her underwear and a smile on her face. Immediately, readers filled glamorous mailbox with letters and emails in support. Lizzie talked about her experience on Ellen DeGeneres' show, The Today Show, People.com, GMTV London, The Insider, CNN with Campbell Brown, and Access Hollywood. Lizzie was shot again for Glamour in their November issue, but this time with six other plus-size models all in the nude. Oprah immediately invited the girls from the spread onto her show to model fashions for curvier women. Lizzie has not stopped since with a guest host spot on Access Hollywood, shoots for Vogue, and every major plus-size retailer, including Lane Bryant Avenue, Avon, and Target. And it's my pleasure to welcome Lizzie Miller to the show. Hello. Wow, what a great introduction. <laughs> well, you are got it going on, girl. Oh, thank you. You are so sweet. Thank you for being on the show. Now, Thanks for having me. You've already told us some of the things you you're going to be doing, but first let's talk about you first. So, okay. were you a confident child growing up or was that something that came later in your life? Oh, I most definitely, well, to a certain degree. I mean, my parents always had me and my sisters performing on stage or doing little shows. So I always had the theater bug in me. But no, physically, I was definitely not a very confident young girl because I was very overweight when I was younger and just too overweight for that age. And I just wasn't healthy and I wasn't working out and I just would, you know, sit on the couch all summer and eat. And that's not a healthy way a kid should be out, should be active, you know. And um, I actually, like, it wasn't, it wasn't pressure from magazines. It wasn't anything. I just finally realized one day I'm going to be in high school soon and I want to change my life. Like, it's kind of a weird realization to have when you're 12 years old, but it's it just really showed me what I can do, and I really put my mind to it, and I joined Weight Watchers, and I lost 60 pounds when I was 12 years old, which I know sounds young, but for me, I was already 5 foot 11. I've been this tall since I was 12 years old, and wow. it was time for a change. Like, I lo I've always loved playing sports, and I couldn't run as fast anymore. I couldn't keep up with the kids my age, so it was really like a positive life change. It wasn't because I felt bad about myself, you know, and then from there, I mean, I used to be so unfashionable that my mom would say to, or my sister would say to my mom, oh my gosh, we really need to work on Lizzie's fashion sense. So no, I never, <laughs> I So were you a never, tomboy too? I was pretty much, yeah, I was a tomboy. I mean, I was in the babies of the 90s, you know, I was 
Yeah, I was a raised. Look. I was raised in the age of jelly shoes, spandex pants, and baggy t-shirts. It was all bad. <laughs> so, needless to say, I was not a little fashionista from the get-go. That's for sure. <laughs> I was surprised to read you were discovered at a modeling convention, and a lot of people associate those with scams because it's costly and you know. <laughs> yeah, but my... it was a positive experience for you, right? Tell us about that. You know, yeah, it really was. I mean, I my mom, of course, you know, it was like, you know, the wary one, like, okay, Lizzie, well, if you come up with part of the money, then we'll do it. You know, just the logical way to do it. So I really had my heart set on it. I It was my only way of really knowing how to get my foot in the door. So I tried it. And, I mean, there were thousands of people there. So for a lot of people, it probably was, you know, not really worth it. But Thank God I ended up getting three callbacks, and, you know, you wore a number. I was red 94. You walked the runway, and then you walked around and showed people your pictures, and then they'd write down your number if they liked you. And then at the end, they chose, you know, you would just listen, okay, Wilhelmina likes red 1, 2, 15. You know, you'd just be listening for your number, hoping. So I got three callbacks, and, I mean, I was 13 at the time, so, like, my dad talked to most of them, and in a nutshell, he kept in contact with um, – with Wilhelmina, that was actually one of the people that had called me back, but it was someone from the, the straight size board for the, the skinny girls, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, I don't really cover this, but I think you might be good for this board. So it was great because this guy who doesn't even deal with plus size modeling was able to at least see the potential, you know, and, like, that was cool. And, yeah, and then from there, like, I went to New York the next summer with my family, and the rest is history, as they say. I got signed. You started modeling young then at the age of 13? Yeah, I started really young. <laughs> I really didn't get my first job till I was like 14. But, Were you doing what? Junior Plus campaigns? I'm sorry, what? Were you doing Junior Plus campaigns? Um, yeah, I remember my first job ever was for Macy's. Now, I don't know even where the picture was. I've realized in modeling there are so many different departments when it comes to advertising. I don't even know where that picture was you know, put up, but I remember I was so nervous, and I was with my dad, and I remember, you know, my booker told me, okay, if they tell you, if they ask you if you've done any jobs before, just say, oh, just some editorial. I didn't even know what editorial was, so thank God they didn't ask me, like, oh, what magazine, you know, <laughs> like, I would have just been like, oh, uh, I mean, because, you know, no one wants to hire you for your first job, but then it's like, how do you get your first job, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. Now, speaking of jobs, one of your most major accomplishments is that Glamour magazine photo. Now, what did you think when you first saw the photo in the magazine before all the press and all the hype about it? Were you like, oh, crap, why did they pick that picture of me, or were you cool (laughs) with it? Yeah, I mean, you know, I am just like every other girl, and I have my insecurities too. And one of the biggest things actually was, the most insecure about was my stomach. So, of course, when I first saw the picture, you know, I wasn't right. ecstatic, but I was like, okay, you know, I took a step back. I literally said to myself, oh, well, it's small. No one will really see this. <laughs> Famous last and words. Little did, like, know. <laughs> little did I know. I had no idea. Like, it kind of, it really surprised me. I was like, really? Me? Like, I remember my mom telling me, Lizzie, this is a big deal. You know, you should do this. You should do that. I'm like, mom, like, you know, I just thought she'd see my mom. I'm like, mom, you know, okay. You know, I love that you're my number one fan, but I don't know, you know. And it just, it just took off. And 
it was crazy, but the best part about it was the response that I got, and it was overwhelmingly positive. And I still, they, Glamour did a follow-up um, this year in their September issue. It's just a little, you know, section, just like what I'm up to, whatever. And people are still now adding me because of that and just writing me these beautiful letters and just thank you. And I feel, you know, just like it really, it just warms my heart hearing that I'm actually reaching out to people and people are listening. Because, you know, when you do modeling, you're like, am I really helping people? I don't really know, you know. But mm-hmm. it's just nice to that this picture went even farther than just a picture in a magazine. It was a message that that went to women, young women, even men. I even had men writing me saying, oh, my gosh, I've been running my whole life, but I can never get rid of that. Thank you, you know. So men have these issues too, and mm-hmm. it's just something that's not talked about at all. But it's so important, and, I mean, I wish that I, when I was younger, I had seen a picture like this and picture of more plus-size women because it really would have made me feel a lot more comfortable with myself at a younger age. And it's really crazy how the media does have an influence on you like that, but you don't even realize it, but it does, and it's crazy. Right, right, Now, after the exposure in Glamour magazine, did your modeling career take on an entire new life? Did it just, like... You just oh yeah. Up after that, right? Yeah, most definitely. Oh my gosh, those months, maybe three or four months, right afterwards, and I was doing like the interviews and phone interviews, and then this and that. I mean, it was crazy, but it was fun. It was so much fun. And then after that, it was just great because those clients that had kind of been on the fence about using me, now this is kind of like their final push to give me a chance. And then once I was in there, like my thing is like, just let me see them, you know, let me have a chance just to see them in person and try to wow them, you know, like, you know, at least do that than just not be given the chance, you know what I mean? And when something big like that happens in your career, do your rates double? Like, are you more valuable? Um, yeah, it, dep- it also depends on the client, though, because every client has a different rate because okay. it's crazy. There's different usages, and there's different, you know, some usages make it longer usage. Sometimes they only pay for a year. Or sometimes they pay for longer. So it really depends, but, I mean, it all has definitely added up, like just the combination of how much more work that I've gotten and how much more exposure that I've gotten, and it's really given me quite a resume. Like, I never had a reel before this, which a reel for – people who don't know, because I didn't know this, honestly, until about a couple months ago. But it's like, you know, models have a portfolio with their pictures in it, like for actors or for TV hosts or, you know, anchors, they have a reel. It's all video clips. So now I actually have a a reel together that I could, you know, potentially put on my website that I am working on getting together right now. And just, you know, it's really given me a good resume. So I feel really into like a, a personality more than a model. Yes, exactly, because I've always, you know, I've always wanted to be a singer, actually. Like, I never, when I was younger, I never thought I'd be a model, because, A, I didn't even know plus-size models existed, and then I just was like, I'm not pretty, I'm not fashionable, why would that happen, you know? But it's only because people came up to me because I was so tall and would ask me either if I played basketball or if I was a model. (laughs) So when enough people asked, I was like, hmm, maybe I should do this. And my mom said, hey, you know, a lot of people get their start that way. So it's really cool. It's really, and I've actually fallen in love with the career at the time, you know, but it's really, I'm I'm starting now getting into music. I'm working with some producers and trying to, I write lyrics to songs and I make up melodies. So I'm really just trying to do the music thing too and really just trying to 
expand my wings and, you know, talk to people through my music and send a positive message through my music as well. Hmm, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, tell us about your involvement with Curse for Change. Julie, tell us a couple of things you'll be doing, like the blog, but you can give us more details. Yeah, well, Curse for Change, I'm sure Julie gave you the whole rundown, but it's an organization that Wilhelmina put together. Actually, Julie Henderson and Kate Dillon came up with the idea. They are actually the founding women, founding mothers, I guess you could say, um, of Curves for Change. And then Wilhelmina's W Curve Board has just banded together, and we've been working on it for months, putting a website together. Um, Julie asked me to be, like, the main blogger for the Curves for Change, which I'm really excited about. I mean, at first I was, I was a little nervous because I'm like, man, I've never done anything like this before. But then I started writing and I already have, like, my next five blogs posted up. You know, just different things that have come up and just stories are... already up? We can read it right now? Um, it's not up um, right as of the second. I think it's okay. connected to the um, to the website. But, okay, okay. Um, yeah, which is getting up as soon as possible. We're at the final, final stages. Who knew how much work went into having a website? Let me tell you. A whole <laughs> heck of a lot. <laughs> but yeah. we're almost there, and it's going to be amazing. All the amazing people that have put in countless hours and just so much dedication. It's just so much – it's what the whole thing Curves for Change is promoting is just unity and everyone coming together for something that's bigger than us. And I'm really excited. I'd love for everyone – including you and your mom and your sister, whoever. You don't have to be in the fashion industry to be a part of it. To you know, Once we have the site up, we'll have ways to donate. We're a nonprofit organization. You can donate it online or you can, you know, we'll have a silent auction where, you know, say you cut hair and you can auction off some haircuts or whitening or, you know, whatever service you can offer. Um, that could be your contribution as well. Um, okay. So there's lots of different ways for people to get involved, and it's going to be really fun. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to be covering it, too. And on the blog, you um, are going to be featuring plus-size women specifically or all shapes and sizes? Um, I'm going to be, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to feature everyone who does something good for a bigger cause, you know, something okay. that's noteworthy. I'm going to be definitely following more along the lines of the plus-size women, but I'm definitely... I've always been, you know, the short girls need love too, the tall girls need love, the skinny girls. Like, you know, my roommate's naturally always been thin, and she got made up when she was younger for being too skinny. So I'm all about the equality. So I will cover whoever's got a good story or something that just intrigues me. And do you have anything coming up, any campaigns or new projects we can be looking forward to seeing you? Um, yeah, well, I'm excited. I don't know if you'll actually see it in America, but I'm doing this, um, Elena Moreau, she's an Italian designer. She's actually the only um, designer as of late that has had a um, fashion show in, in any fashion week. And she's a designer that's based out of Italy, and she's actually doing, um, I'm doing a commercial for them next week. Or actually, yeah, I think the end, at very end of August, so maybe end of next week. And I'm very excited. The first commercial was really nice. It was it it was cool. It was like they're donating clothes to um, third world countries, and it was just like, you know, it's kind of with those cute commercial where you're walking through, and it's like the girls are like taking off their clothes, but you don't see anything, obviously. But you know, it's kind of like I'm taking off my clothes and donating them. Like it was just like a fun, inhibited, just great commercial. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to so yeah, far. That's that like Girl Scouts video too, right? 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was, oh, it, it's so cool to see that, that it's just, I'm so happy to be a part of that. I just think it's such a good, strong, positive ma- message and the fact that they, you know, they actually took time and they polled people and got girls' input and found the exact numbers. Like, these are real numbers. These aren't things that people are making up. This is for real. And I think it it needs to be um, a shocker to people to, to, you know, wake them up. Like, yes, see, we have statistics now to show that the media does influence girls, whether you know it or not. Because I don't think the media understands the power that they have over people, but they do. Right. So if we could just put positive images out there and positive influences out there, then they'll just all spread itself around. And um, do you have an official website for yourself? I, that is under construction. I am working on that right now. I'm in talks <laughs> with, a, with a web designer, actually, so we're now on the stage of just sending pictures back and forth. So it will be up very soon. Um, I do have a Facebook page that people can follow me on for now or add me. I love responding back. I will respond back if you write me. So write me. Tell me your story. Talk to me. Just say hey. Um, On Facebook, just Lizzie Miller. You look it up. It's a black and white default picture Um, in the meantime. And then I will have a website up. It will be LizzieMiller.com. It's just under construction as of the moment. But, yeah. So I'm excited. And I'll also be blogging for Curse for Change. So when that's up and running, that also has a Facebook page too, which We'll keep people informed on what exactly is happening and when the website's up and whatnot. So, well, yeah. awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It was my pleasure. Um, thank you for having me. And we definitely look forward to seeing uh, more from you in the industry. Thank you. Thank you so much for letting me be on your show. This was nice. And enjoy the rest of your evening. It was great talking to you. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. And last but definitely not least is Joanne Borgella. Joanne earned one of the coveted spots on Oxygen's TV's groundbreaking special created by Monique of Queens of Comedy and the Parker's Frame entitled Monique's Fat Chance, modeled after a traditional beauty pageant with innovative standards in place. Fat Chance was a celebration of the full-figure woman. Ecstatic by the huge opportunity such as a platform could provide for her, Joanne took the competition very seriously and ended up victorious, winning the title of Miss F.A.T. or Fabulous and Thick. Shortly after, she was asked to perform alongside Patti LaBelle, Joan Osborne, Mary Mary, and Bo Bice in Oxygen's Holiday Christmas Special. She is represented by Wilhelmina 1012 Division in New York, Miami, and L.A., and Ms. Bergella has been the face of Torrid, Ashley Stewart, Walmart, Macy's, and Kohl's department stores. She is also currently one of the faces of Procter & Gamble's new ad campaign, My Black is Beautiful, and due to this, she can be seen in all top African-American publications, and she has ads in 17 Essence and InStyle magazines, to name a few. In 2008, she auditions for the talent search reality show American Idol, and after completing Completing Hollywood Week, she was chosen to be one of the top 12 girls and overall top 24 final contestants on the seventh season. On September 23rd, Joanne launched her handmade jewelry line called Ella by Joe 
Ella by Jay Borgella, and since the launch, many celebrities have embraced the jury and have worn pieces on the red carpet. And imagine all of this happening with Joanne staying true to her fabulous thickness. And we love having her on Plus Model Radio. Welcome, Joanne, to the show. How are you? Hi. How are you, honey? I am wonderful, and thanks for coming back. You, this is not your My first pleasure. time on the show. No, it's not. We're You're a friend, a friend <laughs> of the show. And we are. You, your first um, appearance on the show was actually a year ago. So if anybody want to listen to that interview, it's episode 24, and we started like way from Joanne's beginning to the yeah. current at that point. So now we're going to continue with your story because there's always so much you have going on. But I'm one, excited. Of you, one of the things you boasted about on the show last time was how proud you were to be a Wilhelmina model. And since yeah. you're still fine with Wilhelmina, things have been going good. Tell us how being with the uh, agency with the right fit has benefited your career. Um, I mean, Wilhelmina to me is like their family. I, I Whenever I go into the agency, it's like I'm going to visit my <laughs> sisters and brothers, like literally everyone there is amazing. And, I mean, having that security, knowing that I have someone that has my back when it comes to modeling and and what I'm doing in my life is just amazing. And I really appreciate all my agents, Amir and Marissa and Carrie. You you don't want to name too many names and you forget somebody, but everybody Everybody. over there is amazing. Yeah, and, you know, I feel like I've been blessed and I think that everything happens um, for a reason in our lives. And Wilhelmina is like a perfect fit for me. And your modeling career has been blooming. Every time I look up, I see you everywhere. And one of the campaigns (laughs) you're in is My Black is Beautiful, which is a fabulous campaign. How proud are you to be a part of such a positive campaign? I mean, it's, it's really outstanding, and it's the first of its kind, and it's really just saying, I mean, literally, My Black is Beautiful, and just letting women, ethnic women, know that, you know, we are beautiful no matter what, no matter how our hair looks, no matter our skin complexion, be proud of who you are. And to be a part of that and to be, to be a face on that campaign is just outstanding. I mean, I think I was watching the BET Awards, um, and I remember I saw one of my ads, like, behind the scenes. They were, I think they were sponsoring the event, and it's like I saw a big picture of myself smiling on the screen. I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm representing the ladies, and, you know, we're just, I just, Proud of it, really. It's 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 great. And they even created it into a TV show. Have you had yeah. a chance to appear on the TV show yet? Not yet, but I will be soon. All right. Well, definitely we'll be keeping up with you for that. Now, last year when you were on the show, too, one of the things you said very strongly was, I will be on the radio. So tell us the status of your music career. Are you Ooh, close that to status just got so good. It's Uh-oh. it gotten very good recently, actually. You know, the last happen. time you couldn't tell us because you were in the American Idol contract. So now are you right. free to talk? We're free. We're free of that. You know, we're, we're I'm I'm spreading my wings. We can speak. But right. um, I'm I am working on some great music. I don't know if I told you this before that I do dance. It's like it's old school like. In a sense, it's new dance, but it's me really, like, singing, sing, like, kind of, I, I mean, there's no other way to express it. Maybe, like, old Donna Summers, in a sense, it's like, like, big voice, you know, right. me just showing who I am. Yeah, so I'm really thrilled about that. And I'm working on a single right now, currently, so. 
All right. So you will be on the radio. You told the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually just recently opened up a uh, recording studio with my brother called Image, IMMG. And what we do there, it's it's not only a recording studio. We package people that want to become entertainers, whether it's a dancer, a singer, or a model. And we help them. We give them what they need. We, you know, girls that want to be plus size models. Um, I literally consult with the people, the people that we have, uh, you know, taking these girls in and and letting them know exactly what they need as far as like photos. And I also be, I'm very realistic with them. If you're five two and like, you know, there's no shape to you, like, you know, you want you don't want anyone to think that they're 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 getting taken. So I'm definitely hands on with the company, and we're just helping people achieve their dreams. And besides um, doing that, you're also an entrepreneur in jewelry, and your jewelry line has been thriving. Tell us about that. Ella is doing very well. That's the name, Ella by Jay Bordella. Um, You know, I make these pieces uh, by hand, so my hands look crazy. But uh, (laughs) my jewelry collection is just, you know, I come up with these things in my head, like I'll have dreams of pieces, and I'll just go out and make them. And, I, I, you know, I've been selling them, and people really love them, and, I'm just proud, you know, and people, sometimes I'll get phone calls sometimes like, oh, my God, I saw somebody wearing your ring. And sometimes, you know, I've sent pieces out to a lot of uh, stylists, and I have a lot of celeb friends that wear it. So it's like, it's really great to see it. You know, even if, you know what, it was actually just on Bravo. Um, Friends of mine, Andrani and um, Marcus Klinko have their show on Bravo. And Mm -hmm. I remember I'd given Andrani two of my pieces, as well as GK, the stylist. And um, Andrani had, like, one of my rings, Pop Rock, on the bed. And I'm just watching the show, and I was like, oh, my God, my jewelry. She was packing jewelry for, like, this particular episode, and I saw my ring, and I was so happy. And I saw her later on at their, like, premiere party, and I was like, my jewelry. And she was like, I did that on purpose. So, you know, I'm happy. It's, it's always a joy to see something you work hard on. Now, you have a lot of things going on. You're a modeling, you're singing, you're an entrepreneur. What does an average day look like for you? Because you have to stay motivated. Well, to be honest with you, like, during the day, though, sometimes I'll say to myself, God, I wish I was busy. I, I don't think really? I'm doing enough. Yeah, I really don't. I, I There's so much more that could be done, like, in the plus-size industry. I, I definitely have a voice, that, and I, and I think, you know, I have things that I know have to be said, and, you know, I want girls to be healthy and know that all dreams are possible, and I just want to give them a good, you know, representation of what a full-figured woman should be and healthy and happy and, uh, and uh as far as my music's concerned, I just I always feel like I'm not doing enough, really. So a day a day is a bit hectic, though. Um, I I I definitely travel a lot for everything that I'm doing, but you know I I feel blessed and I know that I, there's so much more that I want to do, and by God's grace, I'll be allowed to do those things. So I'm just working at it. I'm working hard now. Now I want to change the the shift a bit for um the convo and talk about Haiti. Now um. Oh. One of the things I want to ask you about, I know when you were younger performing, you performed with Wycliffe, and he's currently running for president of Haiti. Are you going to be a part of his campaign and support him? or? I actually, my first, I, I first recorded music at Booga Basins with Wycliffe um, when I was younger. His father, used, when his father was uh, alive, he's passed away since, um, used to have a show on my father's, on my parents' radio station, Roger Bigal, so... That was the connection there, and I and I know him personally. Um, you know, I the thing is, with Haiti, you really can't talk politics because my father's an ex-presidential candidate, so it's like I okay. my word, I can't really discuss. Hey, I God bless Clef, and I just want the country to 
to thrive at this point. You know, we've been through a lot, and I grew up in Haiti beside, as well, and it's just, it's dear to me, and I'm, I'm a bit passionate about the country, and, and there's just no time for, for games. It's about making change for a country where it, we've been through so much, and the poverty, it's, it's just, I mean, honestly, no one could believe it unless you visit it. It's, it's, it's really, it'll take you back, and it's, um, these people have been living this way for decades, and it's only gotten worse as a result of what's happened, and it's definitely time for change. Like, there's no, there's no time for mediocrity. There's no time for anyone that wants to play games with the country because, you know, it, it just, it's just a, it's a lot. It's, there are lots going on there. The money, you know, people have sent. There are a lot of people that have been very generous, but it's never really hit the people of Haiti. You know? Oh, really? So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it, there's a lot of things that are going on there. So, I'm very so what can our listeners do to help? What are your um, recommendations? Honestly, for me, since the, the, the beginning of, of the, the what's happened, I've always stated, you know, tangible goods are better than money because you okay. don't know where the money's going. Tangible goods, it's like, you know. But even so, it's like the, the people are so hungry that even trying to deliver the food, it, it gets so dangerous. So it's, it's just a very difficult situation. And I don't know. I'm You know, I just pray for my country. I absolutely love and adore it. The five years I lived there were the best five years of my life, to be honest with you. It's taught me. It's made me who I am, and it's you know it's my culture, and I just I just want to see better for Haiti. Now, tell us your involvement with Curve for Change. Are you going to try and bring causes like this, like Haiti, that are close yeah, to your home to the table? Yeah, definitely. I I'm I'm definitely hoping that we because we focus on two charities at a time. So our next charity, okay. hopefully, we'll be sending uh, you know doing what we can for Haiti. Um, but Curse for Change is an amazing organization that we started, and it, Julie and Kate, Dylan, you know, I know the girls were discussing it before, you know, mm-hmm. came up with this, and it's amazing, you know, we're all coming together, and we just want to show girls that we we care and that we want to help out other projects, you know, heart, um, hearty, healthy, healthy, hearty women, you know, we want girls to be healthy and know that they can be plus size and, and, and not strive to be, you know, something that's not real. You know, again, media, as Lizzie was stating, you, you, they have this portrayal of what a perfect human should be, and even the people that they're portraying aren't perfect. And we just want to help these girls out, and, and men. Men feel the same way, too. There's pressure for men to look a certain way and maybe have a six-pack and something like that. It's about being healthy and being happy and loving who you are. Definitely. And you yeah. specifically with the um, Curse for Change, um, you're running the Twitter page? Right. See, <laughs> I'm not doing a lovely job with that because I am so random. Like, I'm random on my Twitter page. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to make it so that once things are, like, completely, like when we have our 5K walk and just, you know, we're going to have a fundraising event, we're going to, everyone's going to be well aware, well informed. And right now our most active page is the Facebook page, Curves for Change. So definitely okay. people log on and become friends with us and, and hear what we're doing. Um, you know, it's just we really just do want to create change. That's the only. That's the sheer purpose of this, of this uh, website mm-hmm. and of this this organization that we have. So, um, do you have anything coming up that we can be on the lookout for with you? Yeah. Um, well, I'm currently Ashley Stewart. Uh, we have I have a campaign out with them. Uh, I love Ashley. They've always been very supportive of me and everything that I do. I'm also working on Made with MTV. I'm making a girl into a plus size model. So. All right. Yeah, and I'm 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 making her, you know, be beautiful and I just it's been an amazing journey. I've been taping it and we're uh we're still taping it, we're gonna be taping for a while and 
I just want her to realize how beautiful she is, and, and that's what I'm working on. Well, that's exciting. So you guys can catch that on MTV, yeah, so that's pretty exciting. And, of course, your jewelry line, too, is still going strong. Yes. You know, you can go to ellathecollection.com and my website. Right. There's a link to my website, Joanne Borgella, as well. And then also will be a link to Image, which is my other website for packaging people as far as, like, getting them ready to just touch foot into the industry. I've been in this industry for so many years now, and I just want to give people the tools that I didn't have in the beginning. I mean, my parents were there for me absolutely everywhere I went when it came to when it came to recording music. And, I mean, my parents had spent money. People would just try to, like, literally rob us, and they did, you know, and I just want people, you just need certain things, not too many. You spend a little money in the beginning, bio, you know, web, or just pictures, but that's it, and you shouldn't have to continue to do that. And it's, you know, I just want to, like, help other people that want to get into this industry, so. Well, that's awesome. And then again, I am on Twitter, and you can join Borgella. Okay, and do you, you tweet regularly on your own? I do. You know what I do? I've smartened up. I connected my Twitter to Facebook so oh. that... It okay. can so that if I write something on Twitter, clearly mm-hmm. it goes to Facebook. <laughs> so that <laughs> right, and I'm pretty I'm random on it. I'm getting better with it though because people will write to me and be like, "What the hell? What are you doing?" And I'm like, oh, "I'm sorry. I am currently going to go to the bathroom." Like <laughs> people want oh, updates, no. right? I don't write that, but you know, I, I had to exaggerate the point for you. <laughs> but well, I'm I'm working you. on that. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It's a pleasure as thank always. You. You're always welcome to come back because you always have something going on, and people, we just love you in the Plus community. Thank you. And listen, next time I'm in L.A., I was there last week. I just got back yesterday. Let's uh, let's do let's just do yeah, some lunch and dinner, you, right? Yeah. Let's hook it up. <laughs> we'll talk yep. when we get off. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you right. for being on the show. A pleasure. Good night. Bye, everyone. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And thank you to all of our fabulous guests this evening. Also, special thanks to Wilhelmina Models and a very special thank you to Marissa. And look for upcoming episodes with more top models from Wilhelmina Curve Ford as well as the latest with Curves for Change. Tune in next week and we'll have more plus industry professionals with stories to not only inspire you, but to keep you connected with the Curvy community. If you're interested in advertising on our show or being a guest, visit the website at www.plusmodelradio.com. And if you haven't already, don't forget to join our Facebook fan page on facebook.com slash plusmodelradio. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting Plus Model Radio. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.